0: Hello welcome to The Hearts Review with me Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Join us this week is new guest, Ali, to talk about our trip to Trondheim. We chat a little bit about the 0-0 draw with Col Marnock. We talk Time Castle, transfers and preview the second leg against Rosenberg and the League Cup game with Partick Thistle. You might have noticed we've got a, a new guest on the show. How Four could they have
1: guest. noticed? Well... I've yeah, said it it's before. Uh, we're not I've like said before. Are
0: we? I've said it before. You know, from my intro.
1: Fucking intro.
2: <laughs> but what what have I said before that? What do you mean, what You're you talking about
1: it? your avocado sandwiches. No, no <laughs> I was I was saying, in that's good. There, that's <laughs> no no, I'm the avocado <laughs> sandwiches. Simon, offset
2: already.
1: Ali, welcome to the hearts cool. of you. How how
2: how are you doing?
0: How is uh, how how was your week? You were with me in uh, in Norway. Did you have a good time?
2: Yeah, it was a great time. I've just about recovered from about the eight hours sleep we got across three days. In fact, it was four nights in four different hotels, wasn't it? Yep, four, four nights in four different hotels.
0: Two airport hotels.
2: Two airport hotels, a 5am rise on the, the Sunday to get home, uh, an early rise on the Friday to get to Trondheim. But no, it was great. Great great trip. Very expensive, as you'd expect. Uh, met a few nice locals in Norway, uh, one of which came to the game with us.
0: Yeah, we made, we made a friend, um, Edward came to the game became uh, good friends with another listener of the show glenn before uh before one of the games and yeah he really seemed to enjoy our company that much that he bought a ticket for the home end and then decided to sit in the stand in the heart's end yeah he was asking us all types of questions wasn't he
2: he was and shout out to him because he's definitely going to be listening to the hearts review from from <laughs> norway <laughs> is he probably not did we didn't even
0: tell him about it
2: Nah, I don't think we did, but you'll no, be surprised we that we're we're celebrities, yeah. says me, with, in, within my first 10 minutes on the show.
0: Oh Christ. Um, the game was a bit of a disappointment though.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I cannot remember the last time I was that angry at a football match at halftime. Obviously, the beer, the drink had a big part to play in that, but we were just not at the races at all, and I think most of my anger was actually directed at McAvoy and Naismith for, for starting Benny. Like that midfield was just non existent. And you saw that, I think, I don't know what the possession was like at half time, but at the end of the game, we had 61% possession and we did absolutely nothing with it. But every time they got the ball, they played three or four passes and got right, right behind us. And I watched the highlights again last night to remind myself about what actually happened in the game. And the amount of chances they had was incredible. Like they had two or three clear cut chances within the first four minutes. And I think the fact that we didn't change it early enough obviously came back to bite us because we were 2-0 down at half-time.
0: Do you concur with that, Gordon, having watched, watched it on the telly? I heard you were here with Matty.
1: Watching oh, it. why'd you have to bring me in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be honest, right, I, 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 me, and, me and Mr. Wad did sit here in, in the Hearts Review studio and, and watch the game, <laughs> uh, sober. Sober. Um, and rather than la- uh, rather than being absolutely furious, like you were, we just said, <laughs> to, "Well, we told them." To, to, to be honest, to be honest, I have not seen Calvin
0: so angry at a game. Maybe that in Kilmarnock last season, but he was—he was flinging his arms, he was
1: shouting, he was going, oh, fuck off!"
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> you were raging as well, Ali. I think that's I, pro- was I think that's
1: probably what gave me and Matty a wee bit of crumbs of comfort, really. Oh, you know, shut it's, up! It's just, <laughs> oh, you're you're so <laughs> better. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> oh, we just said, Well, we knew this was gonna happen. It's heart of Midlothian Football Club. It was just <laughs> the bad user were in the group chat saying, Nah, we're gonna win tonight. This is it. he says, Alright, okay. We'll see what happens and then bang, 2-0 half time. It was ninety minutes <laughs> I, di- I couldn't believe that I, 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 I though. But you know what? We couldn't even get our stream to work at first, right? Uh, well, I, I say the stream, it wasn't the, the paid for stream. Um we we're having issues with Then, of course, we actually did decide to pay for it, and uh, just as we got it up and running, uh, we were 1-0 down. Um, So, yeah, sat and watched that. Pretty much everything you just said there, really, I thought we were extremely passive. They got in behind us too easily. I didn't think we moved the ball quick enough. Um, Again, we didn't look like... we, We just looked like we didn't have a fun clue what we were doing. Um... And these aren't a great sight. I mean, I think you've seen that by the second half. Um, I just thought Hearts again were too standoffish. Let them get an, eh, almost. Let them do the things that they're a little bit good at, uh, which is getting the ball on the ground and, and playing quick football. You know, if you if you want to play against these teams in Europe, you've got to be in their faces, quite simply. And I just think the tempo from Hearts was nowhere near it. Gave away two schoolboy goals, but how many times have we said that? Particularly in Europe, Um, if you can't defend, you're going to get absolutely ripped to shreds. These defenders, time and time again, particularly the full-backs, prove that they're not at a level to play in Europe. Um, These are the qualifiers, and you look at the goals that they've given away, it was just schoolboys to come. felt sorry for Benny, I mean, we know what sort of player he is, he's a top player, but clearly he's not fit enough. He's not sharp enough to play in that type of game. But
0: surely they can see that. and Why are they putting him in that well, position?
1: I, I why, always why think they that... I, I think when you, you look at a player in training, it's clearly a lot different to these types of games. He's just not sharp enough, particularly in midfield. You know what I mean? If you're if you're not 100% fit, you're going to get overrun. And uh, and that was clearly the case. I just think he was involved in two moments of play. And and the, the system, I think, as well, you know, heavily relies on a Benny and a Haran mm. being that kind of solid figure because there's not really too much of an attacking outlet in the middle of the park you know it's not like we we're playing like a diamond or something like that you've got the two home midfielders and then you've just got that playmaker who's just going to cr- everything's going to go through him we weren't really playing that way and um, the ball wasn't sort of c- coming that way it was it was almost bypassing the midfield and, and they could clearly see that and um, and they were getting on us too quick you know and, and they just ran through us for the two goals and um, yeah disappointing predictable but Again, I thought Hearts improved in the second half. Um, they they dropped deeper and deeper, and Hearts had more of the ball. Um, and you could clearly see that when when Hearts managed to kind of suss them out a little bit, um, I thought we looked quite comfortable. You know, I know, I know, I, know, I know, I know they've got you know they've got the two 0 lead and realistically, I, I just think if you if you're a good team, you're winning two 0 at home. You're wanting to go and get third and three and four and just kill the tie. I think by letting Hearts into this, this that's why I think that Hearts will win on Thursday. And and the tie will will completely turn on its head. Um, I just feel that goal almost out of nothing really. Um, changes it the it, complexion. It, it, it does absolutely changes yeah, cause, it. Because a good team would have a good team puts, puts hearts puts away. hundred percent. Four or and five 0 you, and, and you've seen that's and you've seen yeah. that last season. I mean, it's still yeah. three of the four defence uh, players that would have played in defence last season um, in these European games, and uh, clearly by the first two goals, uh, two of them in particular have learned absolutely nothing from last season. Um... So, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it was comical in that first half. It really was. And, and they were probably lucky it wasn't more. Um, I thought second half, we should, I thought we should have had a penalty. Um, to be honest, I thought, I thought the goalkeeper just completely wipes, um, Lowry out. Uh, for me, that, that, that's a spot kick. Um, and if we'd got that there, you know, we might have ended up getting, getting a draw. Um, which would have been a really, really good result. I said to Matty at half time, I says, listen, if this only finishes 2 0, that's a great result. Um, where we're sitting, the fact that we actually managed to to leave two one, I think is 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 decent, C- considering how we did. The fact well, how poor it was, Ali, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I mean, talking about the fullbacks actually, I think it's difficult because I know that Oda is not meant to provide protection, neither is Forest, but they, they were just they were exposed massively because as soon as Rosenberg got the ball, those wingers that they had were just right on. They found the gap between Oda pretty much and the.
1: And Atkinson, for example, on the on on the right. No, that, that, I I agree I agree with you there. That that that's the issue with the midfield though, because when you have kind of two holding, well, did, were, we, were we playing with three holding midfielders at the start of the game? No, Harren was was, but Harren, Harren sorry Harren didn't come on to the half. So you had you had Benny and Devlin in there. And I just feel like that we're quite one dimensional when these two when those kind of two are in there. Um, and and you can when you do get in binders, they will exploit the fullbacks because Forrest and, and Oda are are almost being relied on as as being almost a front free. You know what I mean? We 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 kind of um, either Lowry or Shankland, whoever decided to go be go beyond each other at, at that point. And you just think to yourself, I don't know. I almost feel like they just don't know what they're doing. Um, it's like these players are set up to play a certain way, and and they're being asked to play a different way. Um. I don't. I think we need another midfielder. You know, I think a Nuhnhoff would have probably been quite good in there. I mean, you see the difference that Denham played it, it had when he came on. Um, I thought he'd done really well. Uh, he looks comfortable on the ball. Um, he was happy to go forward, um, which which was, is always a bonus for a midfielder. Um, and I think you've seen that kind of dynamic change with him and and in there. Definitely, they looked a lot more comfortable. Um, I mean, we've we've spoke at length about Devlin over the last couple of weeks, but I think it's quite clear that. He's he's he shouldn't really be a first choice no. uh, midfielder. Um, Seda won't be happy with saying that. Nah, listen, yes, <laughs> I th- I think even Seda knows that he's pish. Um, but yeah, I I I, f- I, d- I just think that it's, it's one of these things. So um, that we ne- we desperately need to improve. I mean, Matty said I think was it last week or the week before that we probably need another midfielder. I, I said I, I said I don't think so. I'm mm, maybe retract he's that maybe comment. Right, yeah. He's maybe right there. Um, shh. Though no, don't don't say that out loud. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think I think we. I mean, again, I'd I, I beat the drum last season about this. I'd, I'd like Toby Civic to play midfield, and I think that that sort of game there, um, where he's getting more time and space on the ball, um, it's
0: it's interesting. Like, we're going to the Kilmarnock game as well. It's in after, but it's interesting that Toby Civic hasn't been given that opportunity in midfield, considering he's not good at the back. You know, yeah. It's well, I think, think kind of crying. Yeah, out I think time. he has all the attributes but to be a very I good mean, midfielder. I really do. I don't see him
1: staying at Hearts if he's not playing. Oh, I think he'll be away in this this window, if not January. Um, yeah, especially if we sign that um the, boy from the Brighton, guy from yeah. Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because he's almost at the moment the his two kind of appearances, um, he's been stuck in it right back. Yeah, um a weird decision. Yeah, well, he he played right back a little bit last season, and um, he can play there. But I just feel like if he isn't going to play centre half, I would I I'd, I'd like him to play midfield, and I think there's there's scope to play in there. But um, I think that that ship's probably sailed now, unfortunately for for Civic. Um, Watch him go down south or or go abroad or something, and and be a. Top know, player. I turn into a five million pound midfielder or something. I um, Nah, yeah. that's hard loading for you. But <laughs> uh yeah, disappointing. But look, at the end of the day, I mean you are going back to Castle? there's only a goal in it. Against a pretty bang average side.
0: Yeah. I mean a lot of their fans were saying that after the game, you know, in the pubs and stuff, a lot of their fans were sort of saying that you know that's the best they've played all season. Well wow. Rosenberg. Wow. So you know, we've got a brilliant chance. I, I thought Kilmarnock were know. better than them Well, yeah they probably were but Rosenberg seemed, the fans seemed elated after that game
2: yeah they did and I mean you can see the penalty shout that we had which I shouted for at the game but then watching it back I think it was even clearer than I thought it was at the game but that came from a long ball over the top and apparently that's how they were caught out a few times against Crusaders as well so I mean it's definitely all to play for but I've just got this feeling that we're kind of reverting back to the way that we were playing um, before the last seven games when Naismith took over last season.
1: Under the previous regime. Under the previous regime. Yeah, I'm
2: not getting into that. Um, <laughs> no comment. I can uh, tell you're an avid listener of the show, Ali. I, I came on to be a bit more positive, but it's not really working after the last two games. Um, That's why we're, we chose you for this show. <laughs> we're back to playing sort of possession football. We had 60% possession against Rosenberg. I don't know what it ended up with against Kelly, but it was 70% at time and we had the same amount of shots as them. And it's just, we're back to sort of passing it side by side, side to side, building up really slowly. We've got no directness. And this is the thing, if we're still talking about Rosenberg, the, every time we play in Europe, no matter what, how well that team's doing, like what their quality is, they've got this directness um, and quickness, or transition I think is what they say on Sky Sports these days. They're, <laughs> they're good at the transition. Um, and we just don't have that. We've just not got the pace to... To move the ball forward, to break teams down, and our goal, like you said, came out of nothing. So, I don't know. We d- we definitely got a chance on Thursday, obviously. Um, but I can I can just kind of see us huffing and, and puffing, and I think we really need an early goal. We need to start quickly. We need to start like we did against Zurich, and if we do that, I think I think we'll win. And I think I think, we'll I think
1: it's interesting what you say about the the pace there, and I think it's it's clear we've now got pace in the forward areas. You know, with Vargas and Oda and uh, Tagawa. I I. Th- I I do worry about us in the middle of the park, though, because I I just generally think we are too one dimensional. Um, and again, uh, you you're exact you're right in exactly what you say there. It is just almost like watching Nielsen's hearts, because because they, they again they're 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 so fixated on playing the 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 same holding midfielders. And I'd like us to go. I mean, w- Nunov hasn't played nearly enough, so you don't know what type of player he really is like. Um, but if he's as good as we think he is, I mean, apparently he was one of the, you know, the A League's best players. Yeah. Um, give him a start. Let's see what the kids are about. You know, um, He can't he be he can't he be sitting there and watching Devlin and Harren. and I mean, I like I Harren, big fan yeah. of him, but I just feel like you know if you if there's it's too the many same, holding midfielders, like too many, say many as holding midfielders, well, that's yeah. the yeah. issue and, and that's how we struggled against Kilmarnock there. And it seems
0: like there's a there's like a no risk
1: sort of mentality there.
0: You know what I mean? All going away from home in Europe, you know, we're just not going to take any risks here,
1: you know what I mean? No, Other I wouldn't say that, I think they they well, clearly took a risk by uh, putting Benny yeah. in, but, um, I, I, yeah. I, it's I a long
0: risk, and you know, you take the right risks at the right time, yeah. but that, come on, playing a, a guy that's going no to play for a year and a half. I think a way away for from, from home, home
1: is, you know, is, it's not the worst setup to, when you look at it on paper, because you think to yourself, well you're not really going to have too much of the ball. And maybe having a couple of holding midfielders in there isn't the worst thing in the world. But when you've got a shitty defence like we do, you you're, you're not inviting pressure on yourself, really. Sorry right if you had a, a solid back four, which was re- who actually enjoyed defending. Yeah. Then I'd I'd have no <laughs> issue with playing them there. <laughs> We've got a lot of defenders that
0: don't enjoy defending. No, right? <laughs> definitely not. And who physically can't? I think, <laughs> I, think
1: <laughs> yeah. I think Frankie Kent's the only one who actually knows how to defend. Um, yeah. The 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 rest of them just. I mean, you know, they look they look nice on the ball at times, and um, you know, that they're, they're good going forward. Blah 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 blah. But fundamentally, and I I I I put this every single. It's the same as Rolls, It's the same when it comes to Cochrane. It's the same with Kingsley, and it's the same with Atkinson. These guys are all at fault um, for making we, we errors. Need
0: a, we need a no nonsense organizer at the back, don't we? You know what I mean. In well, essence. I remember Kent might be that, but no, I think it you can know, be, but you but need three others.
1: I mean, if you I mean, if you yeah. if you remember yeah. the the best Hearts teams, all of them were built on solid defences. I mean, you only need to go back to you know there was Nielsen, Presley, Webster, and Fisas. I mean, what what a back four that was, and and n- not a single one of them was a weak link. And then you know you look at this back four and compare. I mean, even the the, the twenty twelve team. You know, Webster, yeah, know. Zal, Webster, Zal. Um, yeah. who, who who was Granger, who was McGowan. Granger and McGowan, yeah. Um, again, a solid all back played four. well, yeah, Absolutely. all good players. Uh, there was none yeah. of there. I mean, and that was by the way, that was a back four, almost a, a new back four, because you had yeah. Granger who yeah. who was in there and and replaced Lee Wallace. Um,
0: yeah, but I liked Granger. Granger was a good player. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was a solid left back. Player.
1: And but you think you think now, and people criticised us heavily for saying you know Cockram yeah. is a liability. Defensively, is. Going forward, very good, really good on the ball. He's got the attributes to be a really good player, but I just, you know, I just feel that they need to work on the defensive side of the game because fundamentally, that's their jobs. We've got you on alley for the the
0: positive spin. Um, it was a very good trip, though, wasn't it? it so was it was a good laugh. The, the Rosenberg fans seemed to enjoy our company in the bars, and the people of Trondheim time were very lovely as well
2: yeah I mean I thought it was quite a good turnout from from Heart supporters as well considering how much the prices jumped after the draw was made obviously we'd booked a little bit before and we're a bit nervous when (laughs) the Crusaders (laughs) Crusaders game went into extra time but yeah, locals were lovely, like even the, the non-football fans were kind of stopping in the middle uh, <laughs> middle of the square and, and telling us about the different statues, what they meant and all that stuff. So <laughs> We were just standing there
0: drunk, yeah.
2: being like, oh, it's brilliant, that. <laughs> well, one of them told me that uh, we were drinking the worst beer in Norway, but yeah. Well, okay. was the Hansa or whatever Hansa, we were drinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, as long as it's
2: cheap, who cares? That's what, what I mean, what it, was I
0: it, was, I it really wasn't for, for 10 cans, it was 27 quid for 10 cans. <laughs> was it? Oh, uh, But then it was a ten at a pint in the pub, so it was relatively
2: there. Yeah, so yeah. That's what what I enjoy about these sorts of trips. I I, I would never go, I mean, I don't know why you'd ever go to Trondheim unless you're into hiking in the forest, which I am not. (laughs) Um, But it was nice just to walk around on the Friday. We had a wee bit of time before our flight and and seeing a bit of it. So, no, it's good to say that I've been. um, And obviously, we had a day in Oslo before we travelled back on the Saturday. So. It was a good trip. I was quite, I
0: was quite amazed as well by the Norwegians being sort of obsessed with with football, particularly English football, in that, um, in that bar that we were in as well in the middle of yeah, there
2: was a Random group of Coventry fans who yeah. I just assumed were Coventry fans on holiday, but when they scored a goal, they sounded very Norwegian. So yeah,
0: and we had a Hearts fan come up to us as well.
2: Yeah, a guy um called Hans <laughs> um I had I had my third strip on, and he came up to me at the bar. He was watching the Arsenal game came up and, and gave me a hug, told me it was a massive jambo, bought, bought me and my dad a, a beer. And apparently he'd studied hearts in 1992, 93 made a few a few friends along the way. And he was meant to be going up to Trondheim on the Thursday, but obviously with the floods, the, the rail system was kind of um, destroyed with it by the floods, apparently, so he didn't make it in the end. But yeah, no, very nice guy.
0: Lovely people of Norway. Anyway, back to the football, Gordon. And uh, we played... Oh, goody. <laughs> <enough. laughs> we played... Um, <laughs> Kilmarnock on um, Sunday, a, Play, a nil-nil played, draw. Played as a bit of an overstatement. Yeah, yeah, well, we we sort of slugged through Kilmarnock. Mm. Nil-nil draw. Um, Derek McInnes came and done as usual, but we didn't have any answers for them, for did we? No,
1: nope, no, we, d- we didn't. Um, I thought Kilmarnock with a better team, to be honest. Uh, well, certainly for 75 minutes anyway. Um, I just think that we started too slowly. Um didn't get in behind them enough. I mean, Kelly were always going to come into the game very confident after the result against Rangers. Um, I mean, you can clearly see that they've. I mean, I think that they'll be pushing top six this season. I think they look a solid outfit um, if they stay injury free. Anyway, that kind of that that eleven will cause most teams problems. I mean, when you look at their start, your know, Rangers at home, Hearts away, Celtic in the cup, to be sitting there with four points, they'll they'll be in dreamland almost, and it could easily have been six to be honest. Um, if they if they maybe took a few more risks um, when that Finley shot
0: went past, I thought. I yeah, that, that
1: that that was probably the most dangerous yeah. one. I, I, ironically, but um, Santa Clark made a couple of box standard saves um, that you would kind of expect him to um, to do in the first half. But I just thought the tempo wasn't right from Hearts. So I think Kilmanic sus sussed us out quite quickly. Um, I think the only time that it seemed to change was those kind of last fifteen minutes where we upped it. and Come on, it got a little bit deeper. I think they just settled for the point, but we also made the changes as well. You know, Vargas came on. I thought he looked lively. Um, Hopefully, he'll do okay. It wasn't really the game for Tagawa. Unfortunately, he couldn't really get into it. Um, Denham came on again. I think I thought he looked really good. Thought he looked comfortable on the ball. Um, He was picking sort of passes out, and and again he was he was trying to sort of rally the team forward. Boyce came on as well. I think had I think this sort of game would, would be better for Boyce if he had started it because I feel like he could he, Lowry just never really got into the game. Yeah. I mean you've got to remember he's a young guy who's it's his first real exposure to first team football and it was the first time he's probably ever started two games in a row, particularly so close together. Um and I think you could see he was he was definitely feeling it a little bit there and he just couldn't really get into the game. Um, I feel like if Boyce had maybe started that game on, on Sunday there then um, it might have been a, a maybe a different story. I just feel like you might have linked play a little bit better, um, because clearly you know, Oda and Tagawa just weren't getting in behind their men. And I feel like if if you're playing against these types of uh, sort of Comanic teams who are just going to sit there, um, aren't going to give you much space. Players like Boyce, it, it, he he can unlock the wee passes here and there, and and and. I, th- I feel that that would have been the better better choice to go for. I mean, maybe he's just not fit enough, I don't know. But um, you seen it when he came on, that he already was, was picking wee passes here and there, and we just couldn't quite unlock the door. And I think um, we true. almost we almost became desperate a little bit towards the end there. Um, if he had maybe started the game then, it might have been a different story. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think overall, Kalmanic were worth the other point. Didn't think we played particularly well. But, again, it's... It's. I almost feel like that Hearts team probably would have lost that maybe last season, um. Yeah. You know, or, or and see it in seasons gone by. Not not making any excuses. Not sitting here and glowing fine a nil-nil draw. Oh, McManic, like absolutely not. But um, they're a tough side. They're they you know they they they've went into this game fully confidence. Um, it's just a difficult game on the back of Europe.
2: I find it interesting because after the Rosenberg game, eh, McAvoy came out and said that. He's, he didn't expect any other team to dominate possession at Rosenberg Stadium like we did, but we need to be quicker with progressing the ball. And then after the game against Kelly on on Sunday, Naismith said that the first thing we need to get right is not to be beaten. And part of me is sitting there thinking, what what the hell's happened since Naismith was in charge for the last seven games of the last season, where I think we would have won that game if obviously Kamarnock were a different team, but even against this Kamarnock team... I think we, we would have won that game because we we maybe didn't get the results in Naismith's um, sort of interim spell, but we definitely played with a lot more well pace and we're a lot more direct. So, But it seems like our style of play has just totally reverted back. And I know I've mentioned this before. Um, but yeah, I, th- I don't know. I don't want our manager or technical director coming out and saying that we need to be hard to beat, first of all, when we've just drawn 0-0 at home to come on. I could really... I mean, they had one really good chance. I think it was was Armstrong at the back post with that header. Yeah. But I actually think we, I know we, our defence takes a lot of slagging, and rightfully so a lot of the time. But I actually think we defended really quite well on on Sunday. Um, if Kamara could add a bit more quality going forward, there's a couple of times where they almost did the same as what Rosenberg did to us with breaking from defence and and transitioning quickly again. Um, but they just didn't have the quality to, to play a final ball or get a shot away. But I think our defence kind of got back and handled that quite well.
0: Do you get frustrated like me when Hearts get into a battle with these teams?
2: I don't even know. I mean, I don't know if it was a, a battle. Obviously, there was a lot of like, inconsistent decisions, I would say, from the ref. But I don't really... I don't think the ref was as bad as other people are, are making out. Um, it was just us trying to... Trying to break them down and we just couldn't we just couldn't find a a good pass we i mean vargas came on like gordon said and and looked lively i definitely want to see him start if he's if he's fit on thursday um but yeah i just i I don't know i wouldn't even describe it as a battle it wasn't a i mean it kind of turned out a dirty game i guess towards the end when kamarnik started fouling our three bookings were from absolutely nothing um but yeah it's it's just it's just frustrating it's just the pace of the game for me that's most frustrating thing
0: yeah, side to side football is back at Tancastle. Castle. What did you make of the the referee, Gordon?
1: Yeah, he's, he's not a very good referee to be honest with you. Is um, old David Dickinson. Um, <laughs> it's not the real deal. No, he's he's definitely not the real deal. Um, yeah, he, he was he was in the Leeds game as well, wasn't he? Um, he had some baffling decisions that day also. Uh, yeah, it, it felt like every single Kilmarnock kind of player that went down, he was giving away a foul. Um, and then it was the polar opposite yeah. and it, I just thought I, I, yeah it was just a baffling performance to be honest I think he was like buying every every fill, and then it got to the stage where it was the last 15, 15 minutes and something we hadn't really been doing I don't know if we were just being too honest or what it was but we weren't buying enough fills ourselves then I don't know if someone had maybe you know said right well, hey boys go and just start going down you'll get free kicks uh, and that, that's what we seem to be doing it was just buying it was like you just fall over and he was going he was giving a free kick. He was buying everything from both teams towards the end. Um yeah, I mean L- L- Derek McInnes is the, the master of the dark arts and you know, you've seen his Aberdeen teams, um they seem to excel in it back in the day, you know, kicking the ball out for well, getting teams to kick the ball out for throw ins and then not giving the ball back and all this sort of thing. And you would imagine it will be of a, a similar ilk. Um but, the, but I think the referee just plays into this type of shit. And um, and weak-minded referees like him... You know, but It's as if
0: you let too much go, and then that, yeah. that, that sort of, you know, injuries would happen to players well, if, if, if yeah. things continue. I, I, mean, I think I said
1: that to you in the game. Well, look, there was a Peter Harren one towards the end yeah. there. I mean, we've seen Peter Harren in a moon boot. Apparently, it was a knock-in training, but, I mean, I would I think putting two to two and two together, you would say that it came from when he went down towards the end of the game there. But, again, that... <laughs> fucking... Kilmarnock boy just dived right in front of him, yeah. and and he's give a free kick to Kilmarnock, and then the the follow through Haran ended up getting hurt, and it was never a fucking free kick in a million years. And you think if you just done your fucking job properly, that that potentially wouldn't have yeah. happened. Um, so yeah, some some baffling decisions from Dickinson. I have to say, um, I thought uh, I thought there was a foul on, was it Haran as well in the middle of the park where no or maybe no Boyce I think wasn't it. Yeah and and the the Kelly boy was quite high uh, it was no long after Boyce had just came on I thought that was a naughty challenge and then for me I think Shanklin's failed as well towards the end of the, the half there, the fact that he doesn't even have a look at um, I mean he's manhandled to the ground, whether or not he goes down softly I think we got a penalty for like that last season mm-hmm. um, so for me you've got to be consistent and the fact that he's, he doesn't even go and look at it I think is, is poor Um so yeah, wasn't didn't cover himself in glory. Um, hopefully he won't be back refereeing Hearts games anytime soon. But he'll probably be in charge of the Motherwell game in a few weeks or something. To think, I, I think. I think
2: the consistency is the problem, though, right? Because I think shankon has gone down softly, but the defender's got two arms over his shoulder. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I'm assuming that uh, VAR checked it whilst the ball was in play, and decided not to tell the ref to go over. But I think any other ground that that's probably given. Um, mm-hmm. Or any other day, I guess. And same with the the challenges, like the one on boys that you mentioned. I was so relieved when he got up quickly, yeah. Because obviously we know what he's. You, you, you could hear it. You could hear
1: it for our seats. Yeah, you heard the bang.
2: But I wonder what would happen if he hadn't, if he would rolled around a wee bit, and not that one harsh players to do that necessarily. But we need to play the game a wee bit. Yeah. And obviously the tackle on Denham as well, which I think was described as uh, robust on on sports scene. Um, just. I just I could, I don't know. I can see on another day that that potentially being a red card as well. Mm. Just frustrating.
1: Yeah, no, it is, and, and but consistency's always been an issue with referees in Scotland, hasn't it? And um, I mean, we've seen yeah. many, many a performance, you know, from a beating or a column yep. of a similar standard, to be honest. We so could, we could do
0: a whole podcast on refereeing decisions. We could do a whole fucking yeah. series. <laughs>
1: I
2: know. I said that uh, earlier on that he wasn't as bad as. Um, as I thought people were making out, but I, I've changed my mind. <laughs> 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 so There's a quick yeah. change there,
0: Ali. Um, do, you think, do you think Shankland will go, Ali, in the in the summer? There's been rumours that he's potentially off to England or Saudi Arabia, or interest from clubs in these countries.
2: I mean, it's it's hard to say, with obviously, without knowing the, the ins and outs and who's approaching and who's not. Um, but I think, I mean, if a Saudi club comes in for, for anyone just now, then the player's obviously going to want to go. And I think it's just about us trying to get the the right fee for him. Like, I personally wouldn't... I, I know that three million was quoted in the in the papers, but I wouldn't let him go for any less than five, I don't think, because we're never going to replace that. There's no way we're replacing someone like Lauren Shankland. Um, and I'm not buying that Vargas and uh, Tagawa were brought in to, to be his replacement. Um, I saw a few people saying that, actually.
0: But that's classic hearts, isn't it? you know you kind of got you kind of got that sort of balance going up front you think actually we've got you know really good options look at Boyce coming back Shanklin as you say Tagawa you know these players coming in Vargas and we're going to lose our star striker
2: yeah exactly and I've seen a, a lot of people actually talking about the fact that Shanklin's body language he's hes clearly he's, his head's at the door or whatever but I think he's just frustrated with well with lack of service I don't I don't think his his head's necessarily been turned um you saw the value against uh, Rosenberg obviously where he just pops up with a goal out of nothing. We've just not had that for a very, very long time. And yeah, I don't know I don't know whether he'll go or not, but I really, really hope he doesn't.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I think um on the attitude thing, yeah, I, I've not, I've not really seen any difference from the Lauren Shangland of last season, to be honest with He was still a fucking moody bastard last season and, you know, walked about and Shrugged his shoulders quite a lot, but he banged in twenty eight goals. So who cares? Um, he'll score? Yeah, absolutely. He's already scored two goals this season. So, um, yeah. Uh, listen, I think the Saudi thing is that the money that they can offer is just ridiculous. Um, if it, you know, as long as Hearts have plenty of time to try and get a replacement in, providing they they would spend the money on a replacement, because I think if Hearts were to do a similar thing to what they've done with Kyle Lafferty, lost Lafferty late in the window, never replaced him, said, well, it's all right, we've got Uchi in now, blah, 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 blah. Um, If they go and do that shit again, then the club's just never learned anything, has it? And to be honest with you, I'll have they're close to my wits end the saudi um, windows open till the 20th of september as well so that yeah, that could yeah. be a factor yeah no it could be i mean i've i've, I've seen hearts get stung i mean remember andrew felichka you know what i mean i think uh, yeah, the yeah, icelandic window or something was yeah, open till march Norwegian me, window right. to Viking IK. yeah <laughs> or was that who what well anyway <laughs> um so you know ended up with a million pounds but and
0: suddenly suddenly went to rangers for the same fee.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah conveniently <laughs> yeah. um so again, I mean that that's that's one of these things where if you lose a player late in the window and you can't put it, oh, but there's plenty you know free agents out there. They're free agents for a reason. Um, so yeah, I I think if if I, you know if if it's concrete um um interest in these clubs, I want to do a deal, then then organise one now or just after. Obviously, if we go out to Europe or whatever, maybe that's potentially what they're waiting on.
0: We surely have a list of you know if if someone goes, then we are We've, uh, yeah. we've got XYZ Sign-
1: signing signing strikers is, is the hardest thing in, in the world to, to find particularly in Scotland you know what I mean um, finding goal scorers in particular um, especially ones who can do it at this level um, it's alright finding you know, players with potential and all this sort of thing but ultimately they've got to put the ball on the back of the net and um, Shanklin's goals last season were were priceless really when when, when you look at them and, and even something as simple as taking a penalty Um We've seen how that can cost hearts down the years, mm-hmm. so yeah, I I would be commanding anything from s- five to seven million. Um, but first thing I would do when the window closes and he's still here is give the man a new contract. Yeah. Quite simply, give him give him a four-year contract where you you're not constantly speculating about him leaving, yeah. um, because once he gets into the final year of his deal. That's what I mean. Look at the. But,
0: but that's what always happens with Harry. Yeah, exactly. It's the same reject. with the Harry Kane you know,
1: thing. You know, yeah. you, know you, you look at what's happened there with Spurs, and, and you know he's run his contract down, and and he wanted to go to City. Spurs, you know, were were firm, said no, you're not going. Um, now he's left for a decent fee. Fine. If it's going to be the same thing for Shankland, then you get you get the best fee possible. But um, it's you've you've got to find a a replacement. Simple as that. You've got to line one up and um. You know, if Hearts are gonna get five million for Lauren Shanklin, I'd like to be seeing Hearts spend at least two million on a striker because if it won't, will we? No, of course they won't. You know, they're more interested in, you know, new wallpaper for, for the, the hotel. Um I think but I think fundamentally if you're selling a player for five million and reinvesting two, I don't think it's too much to ask for, particularly when it's it's your main goal scorer. Yeah you, you made a wee face yeah. there, i Uh talking about wallpaper for,
2: for the hotel, they could also spend it on the replacing the seats in the in the Roseburn. Well, that wasn't my main
1: gripe. <laughs> uh, and I, I will address, of course, that, that tweet as well. What do,
2: we, what do you make
0: of the reaction to that?
1: Well, I think people need to actually read what I said. Um, I wasn't saying that Pert-Audrey and Firth Park were better stadiums by any stretch of the imagination. I was saying that the, they've just the clubs have put a little bit of effort in to make it look half-presentable. Uh, I'd like to see our club do the same. Again, I was going along the West fucking Approach Road yesterday. Couldn't bear to look at the Roseburn stand because it's black. It's pot black.
2: So the account wasn't hacked, no? No, it was me. That, that should have been the defence.
1: <laughs> I think I've never seen a man
2: so passionate about
1: uh, the way the, the stadium looks. No, I, don't, because I, don't I think if you want to present yourself as a big club alley, right, the first thing, for, look at look, even a shithole like Easter Road. Look what they've managed to do to that yeah. and just, just basic things. Like, putting in decent advertising boards. Yeah, a lick of pain, decent A advertising lick of board, Absolutely. Not
0: making, not making the sides of the ground look tacky.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's half you know, half a board that's been sitting there for the last fucking 15 years.
0: This was kind of my gripe as well. You know how they put the advertising boards where, where we are yeah. in, in the end of section, yeah. in, the, in the corners. Why didn't they not look for, like, a digital option there? I'm sure you could get screens or something there. When you score, kinda of comes up goal and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Even to look at the option, instead you've got kinda of, massive sign for a company nob
1: that's not company yeah, that, a
0: company nobody knows That's not even like,
1: that's not even my main issue with that. I don't you know, actually that you can't I, see those, those actually don't even bother me. It's it's generally the ones that are pitch side that piss me off more well, than anything it's, well. t- it's the it's the tatty yeah. shitty uh, discolored carpet it's it is again it is those discolored seats in the roseburn which have been like that for years it's just it's just basic things basic just present your state i mean even when you you, and you look at the you know see the gates that are are on the each kind of stand you know they've got a gate at the bottom of the seat you know it's like it's squint it's rusty every single one's exactly the same by the way they don't sit properly and (laughs) people people might not give a shit about these sort of things fine right but I just feel like, I always, when I watch other teams and I look at their stadiums, and I, you know, you do, your eye, I mean, yeah. the, the match might not be the fucking greatest thing in the world, so your eyes do wander a little bit to the rest of the stadium. And they're all presented beautifully, these stadiums, you know. And then you look, then you look at castle well. yeah. and it's just a fucking dump. It really is. And it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant stadium with so much potential. Yeah. But, they j- but hearts just, we just go about as if we're a fucking, we've got a hole in our sock generally that, that's how we present ourselves to, to the rest of the world oh. fucking tramps and it's not on and we're a fan-owned club and it should be better
2: I think um, I think most of the reaction to the tweet was obviously just the typical sort of Twitter pile on but it was probably also the timing of it obviously it was just after well not just after the match on the evening after the match and people are obviously thinking why does that matter we've drawn 0-0 with Kermarnik. Um mm. but also I think we've already spent too long talking about this
1: and I'm struggling to care not enough has been brought up about Ali and I tell you something, you know, I think I'll go along to the next foundation uh, AGM and I'm going to bring it up.
0: Partick Thistle on Sunday. We'll obviously talk about the Rosenberg game at the end and get our get our results but we have talked a wee bit about Rosenberg before. Is that, is is the Partick Thistle game a potential slip up in the League Cup?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I think had they been away from home Potentially, but I, I I wouldn't have thought so at home. I think if we are losing to to Partick with the greatest respect, then uh, the technical director and head coach should be sacked. Um because it's, it's a fucking disgrace. Um, Hearts should be going out there. I don't know, I always remember the League Cup group stage a few years ago when we played Inverness, and everyone was like, oh, it's going to be a tough game today, you know, Cali Thistle, we need, we need to win to qualify, blah, blah, 1-5-0, no, piece of piss. Um, these are the sort of games that Hearts should be. It was the same as well when we were bottom of the league and Airdrie came to Tyne Castle, everybody's oh, potential slip-up at tank at 5-0. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, but we, we should be winning these games 4-5-0. Um, with the greatest respect to Thistle, and I'm sure they'll come and give a good account of themselves, you know, they're a box standard championship side, Uh, they'll be focusing on promotion, and they're probably just glad to get out of their group, to be honest. Yeah, they'll be happy to get through, they've got a good trip to Tynecastle, you know, anything other than a pump is probably a bonus for them. Um, For me, Hearts need to go out there, and just, regardless of what's happened on Thursday, um, from the European tie, is go there and win that game, and hopefully get a good Draw in the next round and, and get as far at the league cup as possible. I want back to Hamden before the end of the year. Um, simple as that. That 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 for me is is got to be the the minimum. Um, we get out of this cup competition because the the cups last season were a disgrace. They were poor, um, particularly the league cup. Um, so for me, we've got to. You know, if we keep banging the drum about want to win these trophies, if you can't go and beat fucking Park Thistle at home, just liquidate.
2: Um, I I think I mostly agree with Gordon. I'd rate them a little bit higher than I think. Uh
1: Gordon does but I think if we can It's not that I don't rate them Ali, it's just I just think that if you've got Party Thistle at home, it shouldn't be a struggle. Yeah, I mean I'm hoping for it at, at least
2: a two goal at least a two goal win and ideally I mean but the thing is I, I can see us Alan Forrest is gonna start, isn't he? Um I think
1: But these are the sort of games he should be doing well against.
2: Yeah, totally. Um but it should be a bit of a confidence booster, hopefully, but you know with hearts that things don't typically go that way.
1: Yeah, very true.
0: And and we seem to have played part, like, a lot in different cup competitions. That's where I'm like, this could be a slip-up. Because we've won every, most of the time. I mean, I think we but we, we, d- we generally them. do all right against we shite at yeah, home. Yeah.
1: Like, lower league opposition. Like, when, when like, what, Inverness, Cali, Thistle in 2003, maybe? is yeah. potentially the last time that I can remember Airdrie
0: United knocked us out, I think Oh, I sorry,
1: in 2008 in the League Cup, yeah that, that's right, penalties against Airdrie but apart from that, our yeah. record at home against lower league opposition is pretty good it's yeah. fairly solid
0: and then obviously the the, the bigger game of the week has, is Rosenberg and
1: we'll, we'll touch on that again do
0: you, think, do you think we'll get through, Gordon?
1: I do, yeah, yeah, I, I generally do I think... Um, more not because Hearts are necessarily a great side. I just think they're pish, um. And I feel like if we if we turn up, um, and and play our strength, uh, you know, use Tyn castle um, it should be a pretty good atmosphere. I think it's close to being a full house then. Fast start, early goal. I I think the tie turns on its head, and I think the atmosphere gets the players up for it, and and you see a hungry Hearts team, and uh, I'd fancy us to to get a result there. I, I really do. I think um. You know, a two, a two, three, one, or something. Um, it, it, I think Hearts will score quite a few goals on the night. Um, they've just got to be brave. I mean, there's nothing to fear. I don't think there's anything to fear in Rosenberg. There's no point being cautious, or I mean, if they start cautious, then that's when they'll have problems because ultimately the fans will get on their back, and that'll play right into Rosenberg's hands. You know, I think that if if they play even a fraction of the way they did against Zurich last season, then then I I think they win the game. Um, I think that night if Hearts had had scored in that first half, I'm more than confident we would have went on and won the game 2 3 0. No. I really do. Um, things just go against you. You've just got to learn from that and hopefully we'll we'll take our chances if if we start at a similar tempo and uh and hopefully that can be a real kind of sort of a um booster, a real springboard um for the team um to go on and and see if they can try and get to the groups. Do
0: you share that opinion, Ali, or do you think we'll sort of huff and puff and you know
2: go out? Yeah, I think I really think we need to score within the first fifteen minutes. Otherwise, I can see us sort of reverting back into that pattern that we've been playing with um, that we showed against against Kelly. Um, hopefully, we don't have to huff and puff if we get off to a quick start, get that early goal. Then they'll they'll probably start to crumble. Like I don't think they're. I mean, it's hard to say because we didn't really test on that much, but from from what i've heard they're not
1: that great um defensively so so we'll see how that goes but you you don't really see them coming to Tyncastle and going all out for like you know the, that opening goal i i would be stunned if they if they approach that game that way i feel that like they'll be the cautious the cautious ones um and i think again there's no reason where where hearts need to be nervous in regards to that i think it's different if they come out and you know where you know they rattle us a little bit then you know you might be thinking to yourself hmm, hold on now but I I generally just don't see the game going that way I think it'll be Hearts who will be on, in the ascendancy I think they'll come in they'll probably have looked at the Kilmarnock game and thought right if we can be compact then these don't really look like that they can um, open teams up but um, hopefully we'll have learned from that second half in, in Troddenheim and um, as Ali says you know a goal inside the first 15 minutes Castles rocking um, go and blitz them
2: yeah, definitely. Think. I mean, they're they're hundred percent going to sit back. Um, what still makes me a wee bit nervous is, like I mentioned before, how quickly they can break from from defence into attack. So we need to be really wary of that that counter attack. But I mean, obviously, Kamanak are nowhere. Well, I'm assuming they're nowhere near as good attacking wise as as Rosenberg. Um, hopefully, our defence can can get back as quickly, get back into shape as quickly as it did on Sunday, and we can we can sort of nullify that threat a wee bit.
0: Uh, so predictions for Rosenberg first and then Partick
2: for Rosenberg I'm going to go for a one-all draw I think that they'll catch us on on the break unfortunately we'll have, I honestly reckon we'll end up with about 65-70% possession but it just depends whether we can and based on what I've seen so far I wasn't at Perth to be fair but I've not seen us being able to attack with any sort of pace so unfortunately I'm going for a a one-all draw uh, I think
1: I'll go for three one uh, to, to three Rosenberg. One. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. After all that, <laughs> no, no, I th- I'd, blitz them. <laughs> nah, I, I, th- I think three one Hearts actually on the night. I do. I've got a good feeling about this game. Um, I think that that hopefully we'll, we'll see Hearts really click into gear. And um, and to be honest, we if if we don't, then he's got to go.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think we'll I think we'll draw one one as well.
1: Know that. I've just got a feeling it's just going to be one of those frustrating... Who's, who's, who's getting a customary red card in Europe then?
0: Oh, uh, f- Alan Forrest.
1: <laughs> nah, he'll not be in the park long enough. Um, I think it'll be... Who, who do I think I'll get sent off actually? I think it'll be one of the new players. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be Lawrence.
0: Lawrence Shankland, gift For a, 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 a frailing yeah. elbow. Cheers, yeah. Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence.
1: Lawrence,
0: red card... And Partick Thistle, Gordon? 5-0. Uh, 5-0. Five, no. five, no. I'm going to go 1-0 no Partick Thistle.
2: Oh, fuck off. Okay. Surely not,
0: I'm telling you, I don't think we're that good a team.
1: Nah. I don't know that fucking bad.
2: We've kept a couple of clean sheets in the, in even, the Levine,
1: even Levine's team beat fucking them. I'm going to go for 3-0. 3-0. No.
0: Yeah, no. Well, let's hope your predictions um, come true for that one, Ali. Thank you for joining us this week. Hopefully we do get a couple of wins and get through in those two cups. Until next week, goodbye.